Showcase Sundays today on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. everyone, I'm Jack Ward. And I'm David Alt. And we're the two hosts of the Sonic Society, the world's weekly showcase of modern audio drama, largest, longest running, and final, at what? least for this, what? at least for what? this season, <laughs> episode 695. Oh, and what a finale. But, but more on that soon. As usual, this season has blistered bias, but with COVID-19, everything seems both slow and incredibly fast. Very timey-wimey. Or is that just me? <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> it was strange how, how last year, when everything kicked off, March went by so slowly. Yes. And um, it sort of, it, as things crept out, then it started to speed up in the late summer, early autumn. And then, uh, of course, you head into the dark months. And then certainly over here, we were put back into lockdown in January, and that started to open up in April again. And it's, it's just been a very weird, weird time, really. Yeah, it has. It's very, very strange. It'd be very interesting for me, you know, 10 years from now, people's <laughs> memories and, you know, what kind of effect it will have on society, because I've already seen effects on my students on mm, on, mm-hmm. on their willingness of getting together and their you know their their nature of being very conversational a lot of that's been really dimmed down a whole lot and mm. they feel much more comfortable in front of a, a microphone than in front of each other and so yeah, i'm hoping that will change a little bit I, I like people to be really flexible i have no problem with people being comfortable in front of a microphone but (laughs) (laughs) it would be nice that it it would happen face to face as much as well Mm -hmm. absolutely and and whenever i go into a a shop i do ask them how how business is going and for a lot of them it's they'll say well it's slow but things are things are beginning to go again but that also helps with the nice weather we had an incredibly wet and dull may and june is shaping up to be hot and sunny so hopefully June is going to be a much better month for yeah. for businesses around here. Yes, same here. It seems like it almost sort of so many of these businesses were almost on life support for the Absolutely. longest Absolutely. Well, time. They, they were on life support and, and right. the furlough scheme is still going over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll, how's, how's the vaccination uh, levels over there? I looked at the ones in Nova Scotia and we're averaging around... 75 through all the different ages which is kind of nice yeah that's very good um i think we're we're at sort of similar levels for firsts i'm not entirely sure for seconds right right yeah my father got his first in ontario and then when he had to come over here to nova scotia there there's been a bit of a scramble as to whether or not they would be able to give him his second here and he'd have to start all over again or not so (laughs) we, we got it straightened out and he's had his i think he either had his second now or he's getting a second in a couple of days regardless It'll all it'll all work out in the wash, as they mm-hmm. say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Indeed, but it's certainly one of those years where um, it's 
uh, as I say, the, the time has gone both slowly and quickly. And I, I'm always surprised when we get to June because it's yeah. suddenly, oh, where, where did that come from? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it just it just it sneaks up. I mean, it doesn't help that, you know, it's the end of my my Clark Kent career or, or year. I keep saying career. I, something's <laughs> happening there. Yeah, year. Too, yeah. And uh, and so all that gets, you know, taken care of at the same time. So it's almost like this massive rush to the end. Mm-hmm. And it feels that way a little bit as well. And of course, it's not ending for those people who are worried the sonic society <laughs> will continue it will uh, indeed but it's always this is a chance for us to sort of look back upon the year a little bit and uh talk a little bit about some of the stuff that happened i know that there have been so many neat things that mm-hmm. um i've listened to as well as stuff that i've actually i think i've been more productive with producing more of my own stuff this year than i have in a couple of years combined Mm. So I like I got out uh, a horror short called Barney um mm-hmm. and then I got out The Chaser and uh we just listened to Reservations and before that yep. we had <laughs> Alien Invasion canceled and before that we had Transhumanity mm-hmm. and I still have another one another two that are still out in in production uh Rich Froelich has uh Market Crash which has been a long time coming it's about three years in production <laughs> so i know you hear about production hell was one thing after another it's not his fault it just happens to be that's the way I, and then, believe me i i understand with the with the darker projects doctor who i i absolutely sure. understand <laughs> absolutely and then we have uh so uh and and then austin beach is producing my take on the monkey's paw and so that should be coming out sometime soon i'll probably have to hold back on that a little bit since sonic summer stock will be taking up all the air (laughs) next week (laughs) uh but before we talk about sonic summer stock i just want to mention a couple of other quick things before we even get into sonic society stuff uh sonic speaks and sonic echoes which are you know outstretches of sonic society Mm -hmm. uh sonic speaks is the interview series and last year i focused all on cbc's nightfall and got a chance to interview some really incredible people that were all engaged actors writers producers all from the cbc really fun stuff and i'm hoping this summer i can get that all edited together with the help of lothar tuppen and maybe offer a special to the cbc uh of all those interviews so that'll Mm -hmm. be kind of fun we also did uh, Sonic Echo. Both Lothar, Jeff, and I got together, and we've been enjoying meeting and talking about old-time radio shows with Sonic Echo. And all last season, we had Westerns. Mm-hmm. And this season, we've been working on Noir. Now, it's it sort of catches, catch can kind of thing, and, and we don't always get together as often as, as we'd like, but uh, we're really enjoying doing that, too. So those are, those are some shows. Oh, I can't forget. We we re- reinstated transcontinental terror after so many years. Absolutely, that yeah, that was one of the things I was going to mention because I I'm I'm all all for horror audio drama, so it was really really lovely to, to to hear the train back on the back on the rails. I had thought about that, but I can't remember if it was me or Pete Lutz who brought it up at first. I think it might have been Pete, to be fair, hmm. because we knew that Eleventh Hour Productions it had closed for a short term and weren't planning to come back. And I said, I had been thinking about bringing back transcontinental and Pete was the one who, who sort of voiced, voiced it and said, why don't we just do this kind of thing? And mm-hmm. so we moved ahead 
and it was a lot of fun and i got to play the you know the the hobo character yes. uh, who does all the introductions although i think i've handed it over to pete for next year <laughs> he wants to, we want to continue <laughs> and it was it was uh, a very busy time to do it for to do that extra part so i think pete will be doing his own uh narrator next year we'll see mm. regardless there was lots of lots of fun stuff in transcontinental were there any particular ones that stuck out in your head I am a big fan of John Bell. Don't tell him, otherwise he'll be uh, demanding a better basement. Um, but uh, yeah, so with Plague Studies and Help Me. Right. Two that, two that spring to mind. Yes, that was fun. I, I also love uh, John, and he worked well with me in Plague Studies, which was a lot of fun. I forgot <laughs> I did that little sketch. That was a lot of fun. I know um, I, I got to do the swamp with uh, Light, or, well, to play the swamp with Lightning Bolt Theater of the Mind from, oh, yes. mm -hmm. from uh, Tanya. Yes. Uh, who, who I'm going to be recording with tomorrow with uh, Lothar and uh, Jeff. That's, that's another Ooh. thing that we're doing is we're doing, Ooh. and you're in that, but you've done all your parts. Have I? Uh, oh, right. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Temple of Vampires. Oh, yes. We're recreating the entire series of Temple of Vampires in, in honor of, of Bill. Alwig. And, yes. Uh, so yes, of course. Well, it, so it helps things. being it helps to be the announcer for things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just get them done, and you don't have to show up every two weeks and, and try to try to get another script done because there's like twenty scripts. So it's <clears throat> I know. A ton, I know. You know, two at a time. So yeah, you know, because you did all of that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and um, I know Rachel Pulliam did a bunch of stuff, including yep. uh, Paint Me Dead and. Uh, our, our, no, that was from Dream Realm. We had a bunch of things that she did. She did from Eleventh Hour Productions, but she also has done um, and is doing some stuff for Sonic Summerstock. She's going to do a double feature Ooh. for this year as well. So she's done it. Busy, busy, busy herself. It's great <laughs> to have her back again. I know that we also um, we also had Dark Scent, which uh, it was great to have Austin's original stuff come back again mm -hmm. uh with his broken bard productions and we did a pile of shows that a lot of people had heard of but i just noticed i'd never played them on the sonic society mm. so you know bright sessions and mars falls and mm -hmm. lime town yeah you know a bunch of bunch of those shows we have, absolutely it's as as always david and i think you can concur with this is there is more stuff than we can play oh which is, so much stuff absolutely Stunning. tons it's great it really it's is fantastic it's fantastic because i look back at those first probably seven eight seasons where i was desperate for content because i couldn't <laughs> find anything now i could run the sonic society almost all day every day yes <laughs> yeah there, there is that much stuff and there is more being produced uh yep. all the time which is which is so wonderful it's fantastic it's great to see such an explosion of creativity in the audio arts. I remember we we talked for years about is audio drama dead? <laughs> yes. And then it wasn't. Uh, it definitely <laughs> it, wasn't. It definitively wasn't. So <laughs> that was great. Not that it ever was, but you could really tell. You could mm -hmm. really tell. Mm -hmm. Uh speaking of which, people have sort of said, you know, you I had the Mutual Audio Network YouTube for the longest time and I was wondering what to do with that. Should I put up you know, weekly shows of what we're doing on the podcast or not. And so there was all those kind of questions. 
But then I thought, oh, I want to have different content even from the podcasts. Oh, wow. Which, by the way, we haven't, you know, the Mutual Audio Network has um, eight different podcasts, one yes. for every day of the week. You're listening on Sunday Showcase right now, but we also are on, of course, the Mutual Audio Network feed, which is drops every single day. Mm -hmm. uh, I also created the two audio fiction podcasts and I recreated the Electric by Kuna podcast as well. So we have three more that we just added in the last couple of months. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, Story Circle Theater, all kids stories as the audio. Fiction. And then we have the Mutual Book Club, which is audio fiction strictly for adults. And, uh, and so uh, if those people who love audio fiction, we took we've been culling all the stuff from the Mutual Audio Network feeds and placing them on those two podcasts as well. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, for the YouTube Mutual Audio Network, I have every single day pulled down again based on the same themes that we have for the mutual mm -hmm. uh audio network uh so monday matinee presents a series tuesday terror presents a series mm -hmm. wednesday wonders presents a series uh i think it's beyond tomorrow so it's science fiction for that one i'm trying to remember all of them uh <laughs> tuesday terror i have to go back and take a look uh thursday because th I've, I've been loading them up for for premieres every single day so you'll wow. if you go to the mutual audio network uh youtube channel and want to listen to old time radio you'll listen to new stuff every single day so i'll just i guess quiet please is tuesday terror which is mm -hmm. fantastic old stuff oh yeah uh exploring tomorrow it's not beyond tomorrow exploring tomorrow is the wednesday wonder science fiction series that you can see First Nighter, which was a live uh, or set up as to be a live uh, showcase of radio plays or plays that were made into radio or be on your Monday matinee. Thursday is Voyage of the Scarlet Queen, which is one of my favorite old time radio piratey kind of series. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Friday we have Friday is comedy. Oh, Adventures with Maisie. So Friday is Adventures with Maisie. Saturday is our kids stuff, Saturday Story Circle. And we have Jack Armstrong, All-American Boy. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> and then Sunday Showcase. This showcase presents the Mutual Radio Theater. So there you go. Mutual Radio Theater had its own showcase. And I've been putting those on Sunday Showcase. So That'd all of these shows, mm -hmm. if you want to hear the progenitor of the Mutual Audio Network, go and listen to the Mutual Radio uh, network, or, uh, which is you can find all of those old mutual radio shows on the Mutual Audio Network YouTube every single day, every and, single day. And perhaps uh, for the for upcoming seasons, we should uh, do these as a live stream so that people can see the two of us presenting yes. from our studio in. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd be fun. I, in fact, what we're going to be doing in this summer, of course, is we're going to be doing a virtual uh, MadCon and we'll be placing those videos up on the Mutual Audio Network mm -hmm. YouTube as well. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, you see what I mean? We don't have enough time to I know, talk about I know. everything that we have to do. We barely got started and there's so many shows that we missed and we didn't talk about. And I feel terrible about that. But honestly, it's been a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful year. And I really appreciate it. And so I guess on that note, we'll, we better continue with our final episode of season 16. <laughs> and we're doing this with an old friend, Bob Arnold, previously of Chatterbox Audio Theater, and which we just finished its final show on Mutual last week on Monday. 
He's back to help replenish our vault with a new company and new shows. Spoken Signal Audio Drama ah. is his name. Don't forget it. You'll hear lots from them as they come up. Today, we have the Waverly House Haunting and the Hidden Folk, all happening right here on the Sonic Society. Come quickly, it's happening again. Riley, where are you? It's here. Do you understand me? It's here. Riley, I need your help getting down the stairs. Damn this chair. Riley, do you hear me? Quickly before. No, it can't. It can't be. Stay away. Stay away! Don't you come near me. Leave me alone. Riley! Riley! Riley, I can see it! He's coming after me! It, it... Stop it, damn you! Help me, Riley! Help me! Oh, God! He's pushing me towards the... Signal Audio Drama presents The Waverly House Haunting by Robert Arnold, Part 1. inside is even nicer than the outside. <laughs> what are you acting so impressed for? You grew up rich. Still, this may be the nicest house I've ever seen. Oh, yeah? What do you say we make it the nicest house you've ever had a screaming orgasm in? I will put your things in one of the upstairs guest rooms, Miss Andrea. Thank you, Riley. And as for you... I'm glad to know that the loss of your father hasn't put a damper on your libido. Oh, what? I have to be sad now? Not a word between us in ten years, but I have to be sad? You could try. Shit. No way. I'm thankful. Dying was the nicest thing that man ever did for me. 
I know it may feel that way now, Peter, but when you eventually slow down and take stock... Oh, my lord in heaven, will you look at that chandelier? <laughs> yeah. Italian glass, brought over from Europe by boat. Priceless and irreplaceable, blah, blah, blah. And are these the stairs? Are you serious? What do they look like? I mean, are they these stairs? The ones he fell down? Oh, yeah. Happened right here. Splat. So sad. But, wow, these portraits are incredible. Are these all family? Yep. All dearly departed members of the Waverly clan. That fourth one's dad. Our first image is a painting of Mr. Dipshit Waverly. He's holding that book to look smart, but check out the blank expression. He's not fooling anyone. Next to him, we have the esteemed Sir Bowlcut Waverly. <laughs> so accomplished, so successful, yet clearly let his mother cut his hair. Looking good, Bowlcut. Then this handsome gentleman is Pervy Pete. See that weird little smile? You just know this guy was drilling holes in the bathroom walls of this place. <laughs> when was the house built? Late 19th century, I think. It's been in the family ever since. And has claimed each of its patriarchs in turn. Riley, hey, didn't hear you come back. Is that true? All the Waverly men have, have died here? It's quite true, Miss Andrea. Of course, it's nothing so remarkable. This was their home, after all. It is rather common to pass away in one's own home. We must depart for the service in about two hours, sir. Great. Just enough time to get a buzz on. What do you say, my dear? Pretty sure I still remember how to find the wine cellar. Peter, I don't know. Please, darling, it's... It's my way of grieving. Asshole. Fine. Lead the way. Is someone there? Hey, Riley. Ah, Miss Andrea. Oh, come, come in, come in. Is Mr. Peter getting ready? He's, um, napping. Are you setting up for dinner? That's right, miss. Half a dozen guests will dine at Waverly House after the service. Mostly family. I am sure they will be quite eager to meet you. And you're doing all of it yourself? The cooking, the serving, everything? I am afraid so. For many years now, the elder Mr. Waverley has been the only occupant of Waverley House. There has not been a need for a larger staff in quite some time. Still, that's a lot of work. And this is like a full formal dinner, right? Six courses, Miss Andrea, including hors d'oeuvres, soup, and fish. Riley, can I ask you a stupid question? Miss Andrea... I genuinely believe that the only stupid questions are the ones we are too ashamed to ask. Please. Okay. Can you tell me about... forks? Forks, miss? Wow. That was even stupider than I expected. I mean at dinner. Which fork to use when, that kind of thing? Ah, is miss feeling a bit rusty in her table manners? You could say that. 
I suppose it has been a few years since Cotillion. Oh, no, I'm not even Catholic. But can I be honest with you? I'm maybe not quite as well off as Peter thinks I am. Indeed? In fact, you could say I'm more or less broke. Indeed. Or if you really wanted to get into it, you could say, for example, that I've spent the last three years sleeping on a mattress I bought for 25 bucks at a police auction. Oh, dear. And our Mr. Peter is unaware of these circumstances? So far, anyway. Believe me, it hasn't been easy keeping up appearances these last couple of months. But I don't think he ever would have proposed if he had known the truth. I see. So anyway, tonight will be my first formal dinner, and I want to get everything right. But surely Mr. Peter has taken you dining in the course of your courtship? Oh, he has. But these trendy East Coast places make it easy to get by, you know? When dinner is three globs served on a tree branch, nobody knows what's proper. I see. Well then, you may consider me your enthusiastic confederate. I shall be happy to assist you in any way I can. Great. Thank you. What if I wash these for you and you tell me what they are? A generous offer, Miss Andrea. But though Mr. Waverley may be gone, for the time being, this house will continue to operate under his rules, and he simply would not have allowed any guests of his to sully her hands working in the kitchen. You're saying you don't need the help? Quite the opposite, actually. There is a great deal left to be done. Well then, I guess we'll each have a little secret to keep, won't we? Very well. That is a salad fork. You'll note that it is somewhat square-shaped, with tines that taper slightly. It will be the middle of the three forks arranged on the left side of the table setting. Now, despite what you may expect, the salad course is actually served forth. Immediately prior comes the fish course. That fork is a fish fork. As you can see, it is slightly longer... Amen. And now I would like to invite William's son and my own distant cousin, Mr. Peter Waverley, to say a few words about his father. Peter? Thanks, Doug. Uh, I mean, Reverend. <laughs> he was always just Doug when we were growing up. I'm, I'm still not used to it. <clears throat> In thinking about my father, one story keeps coming back to me. I feel like it sums him up pretty well. One day I came home from seventh grade and told him I wanted to join the AV club at school. They'd gotten these kits to build their own microphones that really worked, like you could plug them in and use them to record stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. And anyway, harmless, right? Well, when I suggested this to my father, he just looked at me with such contempt in his eyes, just utter disgust. He didn't have to say a word. I was absolutely humiliated. He told me, I only had so much time for extracurriculars and that I needed to budget that time intelligently. 
Then he said that Waverly men played sports and that he didn't care which sport I picked, but that if I wanted to be a man, I would pick one and I would focus on that. I picked tennis. My mother hired me a private coach and I practiced all summer. That was exhausting. All those drills, all that footwork, while my friends were off recording things with their microphones or doing whatever else. And when my first tournament rolled around and I walked onto the court for my very first match, I looked out into the crowd and there was my mother smiling and waving. And there was Riley, our manservant, who's always been like family. And Riley's wife, Judith, our housekeeper at the time, she was like family too and she was alive. And that was it. Those were the only faces I recognized. My father, after forcing me to miss out on something that genuinely interested me, to take up a sport I didn't even like, to play in a tournament I was dreading. After all that, he didn't even bother to show up. I played tennis for another 10 years. And eventually I got pretty good. I always wondered whether if I got good enough, whether maybe one day dad would come out and watch me play but he never did William Waverly was a cruel cold man he was born into money and he turned it into more money and that's really the nicest thing you can say about him I'm sorry you came all this way to hear that to celebrate him he wouldn't have appreciated it anyway. But hey, stick around for the reception. I hear it's going to be pretty lavish. Anyway, it ought to be. There's no way in hell I'm getting any inheritance, so all that money has to go somewhere. Well, that's it, I guess. Uh, back to you, Reverend. <clears throat> Let us pray. The boy damn near drove that old truck off the cliff and nearly drove both of us along with it. <laughs> he was an old hellraiser, William was. I wish you all could have seen him back then. It's difficult to imagine, Mr. Morton, having known Mr. Waverley only later when he was far more austere. May I refresh your tea, Mr. Morton? Oh, thank you, Riley. It was a lovely service, Reverend. I'm glad you found it so, Andrea. I'm afraid I can only count Mr. Waverley as a distant relative. A second cousin once removed, I believe we decided. Still, I was honored to be asked to commemorate his life in that way. Oh, please don't be modest, Reverend. You're just as much a member of this family as any of the rest of us. That's kind of you to say, Alice. It wasn't a compliment, Doug. 
Peter, you are too grown up for me to scold you. But your eulogy was just abominable. Thank you, Aunt Alice. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Sounds like someone has a few unresolved daddy issues. Oh, shut up, Jeremy. Do not tell me to shut up. Mother! Quiet! Both of you! This is a solemn occasion. The, um... The soup is delicious, Riley. Thank you, Miss Andrea. The squash came directly from the Waverly House garden. Ladies and gentlemen, the fish course will be a baked halibut. The fish course. Fish. All right. Thank you, Riley. Poor fellow seems to be losing his senses, repeating himself like that. Who's ready for another bottle of wine? You are the only one drinking, Peter. Well, then I am the only one who gets a vote, and that means it's unanimous. So how about it, Riley? Some more of the really good stuff? Of course, sir. Andrea, Peter tells me you're an attorney. Is that so? What type of law? Well, I'm just getting started, really. Right now, I'm a junior associate at Evans Glasner. Evans Glasner? That's a good firm. Bunch of sharks, though. I hope you're ready to swim with them. <laughs> Andrea could eat every single one of them alive. Call it her fish course. I'm ready. <laughs> if I'm being honest, though, it's quite a bit of work at the moment. Keeps me away from home more than I would like. Well, hang in there. It'll steady out eventually. You're young yet. Still paying your dues. And my student loans. <laughs> Speaking of schooling, Jeremy has re-enrolled at Benson, you know. This time he's studying linguistics. Is that so? How interesting. Here you are, sir. Mother, I don't care for halibut, do I? At least try it, dear. Riley was kind enough to make it for you. And what will you do with a degree in linguistics, Jeremy? Oh, I don't know. Write a few papers, probably. Go abroad for a while. Learn to be lame in other languages. Peter. The only lame one in here is you, you old drunk. I guess we can all see why Uncle William cut you out of his will. That's enough, Jeremy. Don't listen to him, Peter. He's just overly excited. No, it's okay. He's right. I'm under no delusions. Andrea, darling, once we blow through the nest egg, Mom left me. I guess we'll just have to leech off of your side of the family. <coughs> Sounds good. Your wine, Mr. Peter. Fill her up. The fish is excellent, Riley. Thank you, Reverend. Speaking of the estate, Mr. Morton, when should we expect a reading of the will? Body's not cold yet, Aunt Alice. Oh, we won't be having one. And why is that? You are the executor, are you not? Yes, yes, but a formal will reading is largely an invention of the cinema. There's no need to stand on such ceremony. My office will mail each of you a copy of the will first thing Monday morning. Well, I suppose that's all fine and proper, but I haven't the slightest idea why we should wait days for the thing to make its way through the mail when the remaining family is all seated around this table. Can't you simply tell us what it says? Well, uh, I wouldn't want to try reciting it from memory, of course. But I suppose I could send someone to the office for a copy if you don't mind waiting. Not a bit. It would be a fitting end to this day of remembrance for my dear brother. Love him and loot him, am I right? Peter, please. I'll drink to that. All right, then. Sit tight. I'll put in a call. 
conducted in an equal manner, such that each organization receives one-fifth of the value of the securities upon their sale. Coffee, Ms. Alice? Yes, thank you, Riley. None for Jeremy, I'm afraid. Even decaffeinated keeps him up. For his care in coordinating my funerary arrangements, and for his generosity in agreeing to commemorate my life at my passing, I do hereby give, devise, and bequeath to the Reverend Douglas James Herald the sum of $25,000, as well as the two antique Chinese vases located in the lower study of Waverly House, with the identification numbers, and he lists the numbers. You know the ones he's talking about, Riley? I do, Mr. Morton. They are quite beautiful and quite valuable. A most generous gesture. I am sure the church will be pleased. A dispensation to the Reverend? Why, that man can hardly even be counted as a member of this family. Not to worry, Mother. Waverly House is still unaccounted for. Coffee, Mr. Peter? No, I'm okay. Peter, maybe you should have a little. I'm okay. Finally, regarding Waverly House. The home and its grounds have been the pride of this family for more than 120 years. In its 88 rooms have unfolded the most memorable moments of my life. Above all else, it is imperative for me to leave Waverly House in the care of a family member who will cherish it and maintain it as I have. Well said, my dear brother. Or we could just burn it down. Shush. With that in mind, I hereby give, devise, and bequeath all of the right, title, and interest in and to the real estate located at 100 Monument Avenue, known as Waverly House, as well as a dedicated fund to maintain its ongoing operations. Well? <clears throat> as well as a dedicated fund to maintain its ongoing operations to my son, Peter Donovan Waverly. <gasps> what? Mother? Mother, you said he was cut out. You said... This is an outrage. An absolute affront. I demand to see that document at once. Oh, my God, Peter. This is your house. What was that? Mr. Morton, I must register my deepest protest. My brother was clearly not in his right mind when this document was written. Let's all try to stay calm, Alice. He dictated the will directly to me, Alice. And he was clear as a bell when he did it. Well, I won't stand for it. I'll sue. Jeremy and I will take the lot of you to court. If you like. It won't do anything except put you on the hook for legal fees. The paperwork is all very clear. Mother, what was that sound? I simply don't understand how this could have happened. Oh, William, what were you thinking? Well, after all, Alice, Peter is his son. Even a prodigal son can come home again. Hogwash! Peter, do you hear that? Mother? For God's sake, it's the storm, Jeremy. Now listen here, Mr. Morton. You may think... Oh. Good heavens, the door... Riley, there's no one else in this house, is there? Of course not, Mr. Morton. Mother, I feel cold. Oh, will you all please stick to the matter at hand and stop worrying about some silly door? 
The wind blew it open, that's all. That's not an outside door, Aunt Alice. There is no wind. Did you hear that? Mother! God be with us. What? What is this? Is this somebody's attempt at a prank? If so, it is decidedly unamusing. Peter, what's going on? I don't know. Who is that speaking? Jeremy, sit down. Answer me. I demand to know who you are. Jeremy! We will not get out. You are the one who is trespassing here. We are the Waverly family, and we have every right to... Jeremy! Oh, my God! Jeremy, hold on. Peter, follow him. Go! What the hell? What's pulling him? He's moving so fast. He's headed toward the foyer. He's... he's... What happened? Where'd he go? Jeremy! Jeremy! Oh, God. Peter, up there. Up by the chandelier. Help me... Holy Christ, Jeremy, get down from there! He's... he's floating! How is he doing that? You heard that, right? I did, and we're both fucking crazy. Peter? Peter, I don't know what's going on here, but maybe we should- Hey! Hey! Are you listening to me, you invisible jackass? That little worm you're holding in midair? That is my cousin! Now I can shit talk him all I want, because he and I are family! Not helping! I don't know who you are, but you don't have the same goddamn privileges. So you put him down! Now! Shit! Quick, get underneath him! Get it! Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Ow! Fuck! Everybody in one piece? I was in the air! I was. I was in the air! Yeah, yeah. We saw you. Jeremy! Jeremy, darling! Are you hurt? Mother! It tried to kill me! This damned house tried to kill me! That was incredible. I've never seen anything like it. Thank God everyone is all right. Are you all right, Miss Andrea? I'm fine, Riley. Jeremy got tossed around a bit, but we were able to break his fall. Mr. Peter? Sir? Huh? What? Are you all right? Uh, Yeah, I think so. It's just... What the hell was that?
Part One of The Waverly House Haunting was written by Robert Arnold and featured the voices of Jim Palmer as William, Robert Arnold as Peter, Emily Draffin as Andrea, John W. Sparks as Riley, Zach Williams as the Reverend, Bill Andrews as Morton, Jude Knight as Aunt Alice, Justin Willingham as Jeremy, and Chris Jowers as the Spirit. Original score by Eric Jorgensen. Sound effects by Robert Arnold and Karen Strawn, with additional sounds from freesound.org. Special thanks to Julia Hinson, Marcus Brown, Leslie Barker, and Eliza Moran. Assistant directed by Karen Strawn. Produced and directed by Robert Arnold. This is your announcer, Jenry Toll. To learn more about Spoken Signal audio drama, hear our other productions, and get in touch, visit us at SpokenSignal.com. Spoken Signal audio drama presents Hidden Folk by Robert Arnold. Hello, is someone there? Hello? Oh, thank God. Hello? I can hear you. I'm right out oh, of... Oh, oh. <laughs> here. <laughs> Hi. What are you doing out here? Honestly, I'm, uh... I guess I'm a little lost. I guess so. You're all the way out here. I was on a hike, you know, and I got off the trail to get a better view, and I think I just... Got a little turned around. That's easy to do. In these woods. Uh Uh-huh. What are you doing out here? Me? I live here. Well, not not far from here. I mean, up that way a bit. Do you think you could help me find the trail? Sure, sure, of course. You been wandering around long? I don't know. An hour, maybe? Just long enough to start getting nervous. (laughs) I'm sure your friends are worried about you. Oh, no, I'm... What? I'm sure they are. So, which way is it? The trail? It's, uh... That's a little complicated, to be honest. Can't you just point me in the right direction? Not really. They're landmarks to find. You know, natural landmarks. uh, Specific trees and stuff. I'd, uh... Yeah, I'd have to show you. Oh, that's... that's okay. I don't want to trouble you. I'm I'm sure I'll be fine. I don't know. You're ways off from where you need to be. I am? Okay. Okay, maybe you can just show me then. Yeah, sure, of course. Uh, you have to promise me something first, though. What's that? You have to promise me you're not one of the hidden folk. The what? The hidden folk? They're all over these woods. You hadn't heard of them? I guess you're not from around here. Where are you from? Atlanta. Oh, I love Atlanta. Which part? Which part? 
Look, no offense, but maybe I could tell you my life story once we get back on the trail. <laughs> That's exactly what one of them might say. One of who? The hidden folk. I'm not kidding, they live out here. When they want to, they can look like people, but they aren't. What are you talking about? You're telling me some kind of... some kind of fairy tale? That's real enough. People go missing all the time around here. You gotta be careful. Look, if you won't help me... I'm gonna help you. At least I'm inclined to. I don't guess you'd tell me your name. Anna. I'm Frederick. You said you live around here? Yeah, up that way a little. You never told me what you were doing out here, out in the middle of the woods. Me? I just like it here. You're really pretty. Look, I don't... I'm just I... saying. It'd be easier if you weren't. Then I'd know you weren't one of them. They're pretty? They can make it look like they are, yeah. Pretty enough to make you want to follow one of them off into the woods. Yeah, well, you're no troll yourself. <laughs> Thanks. So, what do they do? The hidden folk. After they lure you into the woods, I mean. They get you lost. And then what? That's it. They just keep you. I want you to stay with them in the woods. That doesn't sound so horrible, I guess. No? Not really. <laughs> Depending on what you're leaving behind. Hmm. Well, maybe you're right. But look, you're the one who knows the way. How could I get you lost? You know, the hidden folk are tricky like that. They fool people who lived out here a lot longer than I have. Frederick, look, it's going to start getting dark soon. I need to get out of here, get back to my car. And your friends? I didn't come here with friends. I was hiking alone. Then why did you tell me? Why wouldn't I? Alone in the woods is not a good place to be. Okay. Okay, now we're being honest with each other. Have you been honest with me? Sure I have. And you still think I'm one of the hidden folk? I just can't tell, Anna. And I can't tell about you either, can I? I mean, you're here, a total stranger, attractive, offering to lead me off into the woods. Well, that's true. And when you put it like that, that's, that's true. So... Guess we're going to just have to trust each other, aren't we? At least a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, I guess we are. All right then, come on. I'll show you the way. Spoken Signal Audio Drama's production of Hidden Folk featured the voices of Mandy Martin and Robert Arnold. It was written, produced, and directed by Robert Arnold.
This is your announcer, Ashley Trevathan. To learn more about Spoken Signal Audio Drama, hear our other productions, and get in touch, visit us at SpokenSignal.com. And that's this week's show. Please check out both features links at sonicsociety.org, a proud partner of the Mutual Audio Network. Please join us on Twitter at Sonic Society or at David Alt, on Facebook at Audio Drama Radio Drama Lovers or the Sonic Society Group, or wherever amazing audio drama can be found. Well, David, it's about the time for you to get into your tucks and tails, isn't it? I very much hope hope that I can still fit into them after (laughs) another year of lockdown. But yes, that's right, with the Sonic Society Season 16 being over, that means we begin the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse for the summer months, and I'm told that we have an incredible collection of performances coming. Is that right, Jack? Fantastic. I'm so excited. (laughs) I I don't want to blow anything, but I'm just really thrilled about what's coming up. And of course, everybody here, your tickets are always reserved right here. Until then, I'm Jack Ward. Thank you all, and especially thank you, David, for being the best co-host no money could ever buy. <laughs> You're amazing. Don't, don't give away the contract details, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again. It's, it's always a pleasure, Jack. Thank you. Take care, folks, and we will see you back here next week for Sonic Summer Stock. But, of course, don't forget in the fall, it'll be Sonic Society. Season 17. 17. And we'll both be back here. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you very much, everyone, and goodbye. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Battery, along with my associates, Arnie Kunch. I can introduce myself. Thank you very much. All right. Hi, I'm Arnie Kunchbard. That's it. That's it. And also, do you want me to introduce you, Brad? Well, of course, Mr. Bell. That's your job as host. Thank you, Brad. And I'd like to introduce Brad... Hold it. What? Here's your script. Script? Well, you gotta know what to say. All right. <clears throat> and introducing Brad Montworth, a salesman, incomparable public relations expert, and, of course, unrivaled attorney at law. No, come on, you know how to say it, Mr. Bell. Unrivaled attorney, attorney at, at law. law. Oh, Mr. Bell, you shouldn't say those things. You make me blush. Can I do my introduction over again? No.
We're here for an important reason. Very important. Indeed. If you think you deserve significant financial compensation, call Brad Motworth, attorney, attorney at law. Oh, boy. At 555 No, 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 no. We're here to remind everybody to take steps to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah, don't catch it. Because there's no one you can sue. Wash your hands thoroughly and keep social distancing. What? Social distancing. One more time. Stay about six feet away from everybody else. Right, very good. Oh, I gotta wash my hands thoroughly. I don't want to get me this corona. Ooh, keep your distance now. Socially. I want to keep feeling fine corona. Never gonna stop getting squirts from my Purell. I'm always gonna buy all the toilet paper that they sell. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, corona. Bye, corona. Don't get no closer, huh? Beat it, huh? Far enough where I can't see your eyes, Corona. An illness history is not for me. Uh-uh. Don't want to try your COVID on for size, Corona. Never gonna touch. Stay away. My epidermis never wants to be close to where that nasty germ is. Bye, 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 bye. Woo. Fly Corona. Fly Corona. Captain Fly Corona. Pumpkin Pie Corona. Now wait a minute. Fly Corona. Goodbye Corona. Good riddance.